Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Happy almost birthday, sis. Thank you, sis. It feels like we were just um, interviewing you on your 30th, not even long ago. I know. Time flies. I can't wait to hear about your 30th dreams because I need to go now find my my list and see if I've um, done any of it or at least hopefully pursued some of it. How about you? Oh my gosh. You have and you've done more than you can imagine. I feel like we talked about this 12 years ago when we recorded, not 12 years ago. <laughs> wow. Who am I? Nine years ago when we recorded Still Seeking and we sat down before like even life had began and we were like, God makes your stories even greater than you can imagine. A lot of the dreams that we had were birthed, but they continue to evolve in different ways. Yes. And they can look different. And as we were talking earlier on the phone, you guys, about seasons and how we, you know, there's a time and a season for everything. And so much of our lives, we have so many ideas and goals and dreams, and those are all wonderful things. But God knows when those are supposed to come about. We don't. We just keep moving the needle forward. And also, I think we've talked about too, that idea of like, maybe the thing that you're doing right now, whatever it is, might feel like a small endeavor, but it's the little things that we're doing that are going to add up to be the bigger things and the bigger picture in life, instead of just waiting for the one big thing that we're hoping to do or accomplish. And people put such like pressure on these birthdays when really it's like, okay, every day we should be motivated and excited, but certainly 30 is a huge year. So Uh, yes, 30 is big, but it's just, I was talking with Colin and you about this, like so much happens in a decade. Like when you think of yourself at 20 and now 30, so much is going to get accomplished, you know, whether we try or not, it's just how life works. You change and you grow and God throws you some things and life throws you some things and you adapt and this wild how much changes in a matter of a decade so did you have any big feel moments where you're like looking back on I mean I feel like 30 also causes you to look back on like just I guess life and accomplishments and like hills valleys all of it like were there any did you have any moments I'm sure in New York you had some moments oh our little nostalgia sis (laughs) forget it um so nostalgic but yeah I there's this like memory I have of very young, like probably 19 or 20. And it it's every time I would go on like a hard run or something. And you know, when you're, you know how we look at our lives in movies, because that's what we went to school for. Those are, (laughs) of course, (laughs) it would be this like image and it would be me running and I'd be running towards God every time I run. Right. With like really motivational music. And in it, I'd be running towards all my dreams. So I would see myself on stage. I would see myself making people laugh. I would see myself falling in love or at the altar or running, but it was always running. So I'm running race. And then friends would come alongside me and we would go together and, um, and just life, these big, these big pivotal moments, having babies and all of that stuff would be a running dream, I guess, in my mind, um, as I run. And so I thought about that recently and I was like, wow, like so much of that has happened that I didn't even really ask for, you know, we joke a lot, like we weren't looking for marriage and right, right. <laughs> married and have kids and all this stuff. But 
of course, God knows your deepest desires and he sees all of that. So it was kind of cool. I was running again the other day and with some really motivational music as I love and sentimental music and uh-huh. just excited for what is this next decade of running going to look like virtually? Like, just like, what does that look like? What do I see? And I think it's what good. is ahead. Yes. Yeah, it's good to have those um, images in our heads of what we see ourselves as and how, how we see our lives turning out and are we running that race towards God? So I think a lot of like the last 10 years for me was I was trying to pick a word for it because words are good. And I think it was huge refining process. Like they refined a lot of parts of me. And um, yeah. So I think now he's like, just go. It's thirties are to go, (laughs) you know, thirties are the go time. I think for sure. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like twenties was a bunch, like a hodgepodge of like figuring it out trial and error and for some reason the chapter of 30s feels sort of like all right like get to it guys like you you tried all these little things and and not even little things but just like the the path becomes more clear I think and it becomes easier to say yes to the things that he's handed you to do yes it does and you said it the other day to me in a text Bridget said um 30s are the time where you either do the thing you said you were going to do or you ditch the thing because it's not serving you or yeah thing. And, and it can be either one, you know, and, it, and both are good. And so I think the thing that I think the wisdom that I've, the wisdom that has come out of these years is just, and you know, it too, is just what matters obviously is beauty and truth and goodness. And so something that keeps coming up for me, and we talked about this earlier is beauty in my yeah. soul my home and in my family, because all we have to show for ourselves really is what we leave on this earth. And that's these, these people, or if you don't have children and it's, it's your mission and it's your ministry or it's the people you are a mother to. And so that's really been sitting with me a lot lately, how I care for my babies, how I, you know, try and keep the messes down and how I cook and how I just really making everything in life beautiful, truly. And it's like the little things like you're saying are actually the big things. And I think that for, for many years, speaking of twenties, I think I, that was so flipped for me. Like I always felt like, why would I relax today? Like that's such a waste of time. You know, even before I had kids, like there was just a lot of um, angst of like trying to um, produce, 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 like what am I able to brag about what can I, you know, be working on that I can tell people. And I feel like now it has definitely become this season of like, actually, like you should find beauty in the quiet of your home. Like you, like you said, like, and you do such a good job of that, Ken's of like, um, like making everything beautiful. You can make your breakfast beautiful. Like it doesn't have to be this mundane, like, okay, I'm going to make food for the kids now. It can be a fun process. But I think for many of us, the world is so busy that like we tend to get swallowed up into that. That's so true. And, and you just, you guys just bought a brand new home. And so you're going to just love getting into that world that it's like, this is the little kingdom, you know, what we're building is our own and those are so special like we should respect them so much more than anything else the little kingdom we're building and I heard a quote the other day that our homes might be the only church that someone ever visits and what's on our walls what's in our home is it 
feel cozy and comfortable and inviting and both of us, you and I love hosting. And I think just now in our lives is like it offering a season to be able to do those things, you know, and to enjoy it and to be like, you know, it, like, it isn't frivolous to, to plan a party with friends or to, you know, have a nice dinner party or whatever it might be. Like, those are the moments that matter the most. And I don't know if it's like COVID or what the heck, maybe just getting older, but it has really dawned on me, like, it is not a waste of time to like, really like allow those moments to be the big moments, like stop waiting for something bigger. Like this could be the big thing that we were given these families and these friends and this place to the places we have to live. Like, you know, it can be tough to enjoy what we have. And so I, yeah, I'm working on that. And I do think the thirties bring that up for some reason. Yes, they really do. And I, and recently in, it's just, it's been so much, but I had two dear friends whose husbands um, have been diagnosed with cancer in the mm-hmm. last, you know, year. And you know, yes. That. yes. And you have stories too, of people close to you um, dealing with illness. And it's like, if that does not wake you up, I, I surely don't know what will wake me up because Colin said that to me yesterday. He's like, it doesn't that offer so much perspective? Yeah. Yes, it does in the moment. And I wish that I'm reminded, I wish I was reminded of it every second of every day. Yes. And like soak up every second of the life we've been given every single second with our families, with our, with our dreams, like all of it. And just like, just not taking it for granted. Exactly. It, it totally redirects your thoughts and reorders kind of how you spend your days. And, and back to what you're saying, like about our twenties, it was a very producer time. We both have those personalities and you know, for me, it was like refining my health and fitness and what do I want to do? How do I want to be seen and all these things? And it's like, that's all well and good. And so now 30, let's not give a what and just enjoy. You right. Know? Yes. Because you, we have worked hard. 20s were a grind, a schlep fest through New York City yeah. three years of it, or five years of it. And yeah. But and then military life. I mean, yeah. it has yeah. still, it's so, um, foreign to me to think that we're not moving again, that I can put paintings on the walls, that I'm not going to have to take them down in two years. I I mean, I'm sure you did this too in your houses when you guys were moving all over. Like we used the sticky thumbtack stuff because I was like, I'm not going to put a hole in this wall because we're about to leave, you know? And so the idea of like, no, like really think out this space because this is the home that you're going to build for the next 10 years, for however long you end up there. But Um, just to know we don't have to like uproot our lives is such Mm. a blessing. It is. It's so good. And yeah, I think thirties are going to offer that, that just like that rooted feeling of you've, you've earned this age and people take you seriously when you're 30. (laughs) Like it's true. I love rooted. That feels so true. Like, yes, like this is the time to, to live in a rooted way or to find, make roots, like make roots and make roots. Right. That last. And so, yeah, I, I love that. So uh, was New York all just the best trip ever? The the photos on social media, I'm sure other people were, were checking those out. Where was it just like the best trip ever? It was so good. I, we brought a little Stella, you know, our little travel buddy. Yes, she's the best. You'll have your own little travel buddy for our retreat in October. Um, and she was great. And it was just so sweet to just go back because I, 
as you guys may or may not know, I met Colin in New York at Bridget's birthday party, <laughs> which is so crazy to think about, you know, there's so much, so many of those pivotal moments in, in that decade and was in our apartment in Stuyvesant town, you know, with the boys and meeting Colin and that was in New York city. So please tell me you went back to, uh, what was it called? Bon Marche. What was the bar? It's- are you depressed? It's no longer. <gasps> no. I know. How wild is that? So oh sad. That's the thing about New York. It it never changes and it changes so much. And and we've changed so much. It feels like a lifetime ago that, yes. that you know, we had no money. We we were broke as a joke and just truly grinding. I the I worked so hard. You worked so hard, you know. To, we were schlepping for sure. And but now so going back now and being able to afford a nice dinner is like it's like a wink from God. Like, okay, you've arrived girl. <laughs> you haven't arrived yet, but you can get a nice glass of wine. If you, you are, want. you are arriving. <laughs> getting closer. Getting there. Yeah. So oh, man, it was like, yeah, even those times though, I mean, it makes me think that we always had, there's always something to gripe about whether we did, we like, we could, we could have griped about being broke, but I think part of us loved it. Like, you know, you just, you make it work. You drink $3 beers at the dive bar, wherever we went, you know, and yes, like we just like made it work. And I think now, but, but uh, there's this quote that I've been totally clinging to recently because that felt a little bit like survival mode. I don't know if that felt like that for you. Um, And now that we have our own families and we're starting to settle, there's a quote that maybe Shaw posted it, one of our speakers on retreat. But I read this quote recently that said, um, the tactics you used in survival mode will never help you once you're thriving. Like, so basically you need to let go of whatever you were doing, behaving, acting when you were in a survival mode, when you have entered a season of like starting to thrive, you know? And I've thought about that, like, wow, like, you know, it's almost like you have to create new habits. You have to create new, like a whole new lifestyle to fit this new season of, of truly thriving, you know? And so we're not running around with our chickens cut up. Like sometimes we are with the kids, right? Right. But there is, this is a season of like really looking back and being able to rest in what God has given us. And it's, it's awesome. I need to ponder on that for a little bit, B. That is good. It's well, it's hard, I think for you and I, because I think you, when you have a personality that is a little bit more like, we got to go, go, go. It is, it feels foreign to me to be like, oh no, today I'm just gonna go blow bubbles with the kids in the backyard like that it's still hard for me to do that some days but I also love it so I'm like what is wrong with me that this is hard for me you know I need to just enjoy well it's like what brings you the most peace you're like allowed and you should go to those places and it half the time right what you said like blowing bubbles in the backyard or for me playing imagination for an hour and I'm just like where is this going I wrote a story for tea off the top of my head out of Mm -hmm. nowhere about egg bacon and what we had and the characters and you know and it lit her eyes up the whole thing Colin walked in from his workout he's like what is going on am I in in an improv show and I'm like this is (laughs) I am not able to be on a stage right now performing so yes I'm improving with my child (laughs) but I love that's awesome you know those moments are everything it's like when the when we're not rushing to produce something although those are incredible times too because 
both of us have desires to, you know, bring people closer to God, obviously, and, and, you know, use our talents and give back. Um, but there's something to be said about slowing down to mm-hmm. just the thirties, you know, mantra, slow down to speed up, Yeah, slow down. And yet we get so ahead, you know, I love that. No, I think that it's like a constant discernment and, um, and even like I've seen a lot of people recently even post about this, not not necessarily in the religious space, even even just in the secular, um, just uh, self-help professional development space, have talked a lot about this concept of reset and how, you know, a lot of times you can burn out if there's never a season of reset. And sometimes a season of reset can be an entire year where you're like, I'm not doing, I'm not making anything. I'm not going to do anything other than just like rest in whatever I've been, you know, handed for the moment, whether it's children or Mm -hmm. just seeking inner peace. If you don't have kids, maybe you're just trying to discern the next steps. And I've thought about that. I'm like, well, I'm always trying to say yes to the next project or yes Mm -hmm. to that thing. And I think I've recently been like, well, you promised yourself a season of reset. You got to like stay true to that because that's going to fuel you for the next season. Right. How can you enter this next season? If you, you have an empty cup you're pulling from that's right. Right. And I listened to your favorite girl, Amy Porterfield B you showed me her a while ago and she, yeah, she said the same thing. She's like, and you might make a goal, but life goes fast. Like it's, sometimes it's okay to push something off for three months for Mm -hmm. a year and make monthly goals instead. Like this month, I am only going to finish that project I said I would do or only edit two videos that I said I was going to have done for yes, that. Yes. Or like launch our retreat or, you know, so many things because we are those people with a litany of, you know, to-dos. But it's like, she's right. You know, the, the reset. I love that. Yep. And we have, speaking of, we have so many exciting things ahead. Um, for the year that we're, we're excited to launch and share with you guys. Um, we're we going to, we're going to do some sort of an online offering this summer that I think a lot of you that are, are thinking about the retreat, but you're not quite ready to pull the trigger maybe, or you're just curious to know like, what kind of women do we bring to speak? What kind of content do we talk about? Um, you know, if that's something that sounds of interest to you, we, we're going to launch kind of an online version um, of some sort in the summer. If you want to just test it out and see like, what is Imago Day about? What is Unraveled um, events? Like w- what do they entail? And then we are also going to open up uh, signups for a retreat in the fall. So excited for all of this this year. It's just crazy. This wild. It feels like there's big things ahead this year. And so I'm just excited that we got to jump on and, and talk about all of it. And I mean, 30, yes, is a huge milestone. And it just, there's something in the air too. This is a special year to turn 30 because I feel like there's just been a lot of good, beautiful changes in our lives and in, you know, just growth opportunity in our marriages and around and just in, in everything. And so I, I just feel like the spirit is moving and some good things are on the horizon. I think so too. And I'm really excited to see what the Lord wants, you know, you know, big and he'll, he'll make them even better. He'll rewire them. He'll fix them to his liking. And hopefully, you know, we listen. And so it's really exciting, but I'm reading that. I sent you a picture of um, time for God by our faith. And it's blowing my mind too, with this entering into this new season. Um, 
Sis, are there any like good nuggets that you could read to close us out? Do you have it? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll just tell you this. He says that we need to be praying. Um, everyone thinks 10 minutes a day is enough and it's not enough. He says the least amount you should be praying is 45 minutes a day. Wow. And, and also if you don't have time, you should double it. That's a St. Francis de Sales quote. If you only have enough time for 20 minutes, you need to do an hour. Like the point is, is there's always time for prayer and it's just changing the game. And I can say I've been praying for the whole decade, but I haven't in, in this way, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I did my, I've done my Magnificats. I used to go to daily mass in my early twenties, like stuff like that, but true prayer of that humble listening, no distraction and just putting on the altar, literally making an offering and leaving it on the altar for God, which we learned in our book, Heinz feet on high places, Yeah, everything. So I think a little nugget from this season and moving forward is if you have something on your heart, if something's really giving you a ton of anxiety, first of all, surrender that, do the surrender novena, Jesus, I trust in you, litany of trust, anything like that, but also truly make an altar in your heart and say, Lord, this is bothering me. This is really hard. Don't ask him for anything. Just leave it. Yes. He'll do the rest. And so I've been working on trying to be silent so I can hear his voice. <laughs> it's mine so loud, you know? Oh my gosh. Amen to that. And I was just, I was literally just telling Ken's before we got on that there was a, there was such an instance of that recently where I was so like nerd, I was so anxious about some upcoming new change mm-hmm. and literally like everything that I could have thought it, it was just God flipped it on its head and he was like, hold my beer, watch this. And mm-hmm. it just has turned out more beautiful than I could have imagined. And so you're right. Sometimes it's like, stop asking and just be, and just say, I don't know what this is going to be like, but I'm going to hand it to you and just do what you want with this. And I'm going to stop trying to be behind the wheel as, mm-hmm. as we always do try. So I love that. It's so true. That's so good. And just all the moments in your life when you're grasping, we both have them. I, I have distinct memories of times when I it was on my hands and knees begging for mercy from yeah. a situation. And the, I wish I hadn't, but it was a good learning, you know, experience that just letting go, no matter how hard it is and how painful it is, yes. and just releasing. It's so much better. It's so much more comfortable. It's so freer. It's yes. he, he will make all things new. It's not up to us, but we think by clutching and yes. like holding onto a situation, especially before it even happens, like you were saying, then it's like, so much, so much more painful that it it doesn't even need to be painful. Right. And we've made it up in our mind. And half the time God is like, I didn't even have that prepared for you. It's almost like a kid (laughs) who's like screaming at their parent, like, let me do this. Let me do this. And and they're like, calm down. Like, I'm going to give it to you, but can you just wait a second? And I, I definitely narrate my life before. I always think of that scene of Cameron Diaz in, um, holiday in the holiday where it's like she's um in the bathtub and like she hears the narrator of her life and he there and he's like so and so like never thought her life would turn out like this. like I do feel that way sometimes like there's a narrator in my head that's like Bridget this is thought she'd end up back here but there she is and I'm like why do I do that like I I write the story before mm-hmm. God has ever even had a chance to come in so oh, but I'm dying laughing what you just said because I'll say I'll do something sometimes Colin and be like she never did get that 
glass of wine she asked by her <laughs> like I'll, I'll just say it out loud Colin never did get her the birthday present she wanted <laughs> and I'll say it out loud so I'm, just, Wait, I'm obsessed with that just dying that you said that <laughs> because it's so true like I you, don't know why but that's always that's- lived in my mind that 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 scene of like having this, this mm-hmm. voice, this ominous voice yeah. that you usually write yourself. <laughs> You're like, is that the evil one? Cause it's not my guardian angel. I could play. <laughs> it ain't the angel on my shoulder. Yeah. So it's just, it's so good to know that though. But like what clarity says too, like, I can tell you, I ha- didn't have that clarity like five to 10 years ago. Like, you know, there's so oh, much me either. Yes. that has come in growing older and people will laugh when they're listening to this. Like they're only in their thirties. What are they saying? But there's something to be said about going from 20 years old yes. to like so much grace, so much wisdom, so much showing my littleness and poverty of spirit, but, but all good things too. Well, and it can, so much can change in a decade. And I feel like you know, moving back to our hometown has been, it, it's been humbling. Cause like it, you, you know, you, you, you just see people that like little things like bring back up to you kind of like who you might've been 10 years ago. It's not even that I'm, I'm embarrassed of that person, but it's like, it's almost like, uh, you, I think you've said this before of like looking back at your older self, like just like being tender with that, with that version of yourself and being like, Oh, like, she was so, so sweet. She was trying, you know, or like that was what she thought was right at the time, you know? And so instead of being like, oh, I'm embarrassed of, of that part of me, or, you know, I wish that had never happened, you know? Um, it's more of like, no, just embracing, like, look at you've grown, you know, and be proud of that. That's so good. Yes. Being tender. Oh yeah. That, and we'll be tender to ourselves, hopefully the rest of our lives. Right. With he, this version. Yeah. Like who knows what we say on our 40th. <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be doing a podcast. I pray. I hope. We'll probably like have this huge podcast studio and who knows what. Only God. He's laughing. See, he, he sees these dreams and he knows our hearts. And exactly. Just- we'll come back to this episode. But are there, speaking of birthday, is there any, any fun birthday plans? I mean, you just came back from New York, but any, any other celebrations? Oh, no, go to dinner tonight and then Colin and I will do dinner tomorrow and so write, fun. write that 30th to-do list. Yep. It's just fun to, it's fun to like, not even to hold yourself to anything, but it's more just like dreaming. Like what, what do I want the next 10 years to look like? It's so fun. Love that. And we're already doing that in our marriages and bouncing things off with one another. What a gift it is to um, just do life alongside of people you love and look up to think similarly to and what a what a gift honestly to have you guys so we love well we are just so we also get to see you guys in two weeks for a friend's wedding so we cannot wait for that get excited guys maybe there's a little bit of content coming your way after that weekend so we got lots of exciting things to come amen oh anything you want um to give for you know things right now um, oh, okay. Well, I will say the one thing in my heart that I'll just drop here and maybe anyone listening can message me before one of my children run down here. Um, I've just, as I get closer to delivery with this baby, I've just started to like be listening to podcasts and reading more about birth. And it's just, that's been probably the biggest thing on my heart is like, mm. how am I going to tackle this third baby and this third birth? And 
So yeah, I guess if anyone's listening and has any like good books, recommendations, I still need to read the book that you sent me, Ken's. Um, uh, I think it's made for this, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's great for delivery. And yes, you'll love it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just very interested in like pursuing a natural birth. We'll see how it goes. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to put any pressures on the situation, but I am definitely going to try for it. So I guess I'm excited with just coming to that resolution. That's beautiful. And let's all pray for me for be awesome. And I'm going to kill it. It's going to be but great. Yeah. You hear all these different voices and you're kind of like, oh no, like it, that sounded kind of bad, but you know, it's almost like you have to write your own story. Again, going back to the beginning of this episode, you mm-hmm. have to, you have, you can't do the narrative. I mean, it's really hard not to, to constantly be like, what if, what if, what if, what if? And I think that's why we're super women because we're able to overcome and, you know, make our feet like hinds feet and somehow surmount this mountain ahead of us and you will do it. But it's, it's so, oh, I hope this is what, and I can't wait to hear more. So we'll be praying for that. Oh, well, sis, any last words, any last things that you're doing or want to share? Uh, yeah. God is good. I'm really excited for our October retreat, like more excited every time I think about it because of like, I think this one's going to go so fast. I'm not just saying that. Well, I definitely have had girls every other week message me when we're going to launch the date. So be on the lookout, guys. I do agree. I think the house is going to fill up fast this time. So we are going to have – we'll have payment plans. We'll have ways where you can definitely register and save your spot. But if you're not ready to pay the whole thing, we will definitely have something where there's um, some wiggle room for those of you that want to definitely save a spot but can't um, put up all of it yet. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, ladies. Thank you for uh, all of this. I love it. And happy birthday, sis. Thank you, sis. We'll see you soon. Hopefully multiple times this summer. I can't wait. 30, flirty and thriving. Amen. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.